You're listening to DraftKings Network. On today's episode of The Cooligans, we talk the Jack Harrison event. The Cooligans joining forces with Jack Harrison. So it was fun. quite an epic event at Upper 90. Also, MLS Redline Day, Deadline Day. It's coming up soon. The, the match, the, the matches beforehand, NYCFC against DC United, Montreal, Toronto, Red Bulls, Columbus, the Dallas against Seattle. All fantastic games that we cover today. In the second segment, oh my God, we talk about EPL. Is it exciting? Is it boring? Where's all that money going? I don't know. Bundesliga, is it more exciting? Is MLS more exciting? We seem to think so, but a lot of really positive things are happening, especially if you're an Arsenal fan. And if you're an Everton fan, you're pretty excited. Plus, we talk about some of the other things that happen in the EPL. Plus, we talk about a bunch of other stuff, including Champions League, everything in Europe, everything outside of the US. That's in the second segment, but we have a little bit more than that on the Cooligan. This is Jack Harrison from NYCFC, and you're listening to the Cooligans. Hey guys, just a quick break. I just want to let, it's not funny, man. It's not funny. I want to let you guys know, look, if you are a fan of the Cooligans, you're a fan of our podcast, our videos, uh, our comedy. uh, Anything we do. Anything that we do. This is content that we provide for you. Yeah. And uh, the content that we do provide is, uh, it's very time consuming. It is, we are not being paid for it. Uh, You know, it is. Shockingly enough. A lot of, a lot of work and it's, and it's quality stuff. So the, the thing where we want to introduced to you guys is our, our patreon we started a patreon page and uh, if you don't know patreon patreon is is basically uh, a service that allows you to uh, you know uh, support and and like subscribe to a any project that you may enjoy so uh in you know it's like kickstarter but like you get to follow along with the growth of of any particular project yeah, you would essentially become a patron of the a patron of the podcast and of, of everything we do, videos, the whole nine. And basically what'll happen is you can pledge a certain amount uh, per month. So on the lowest end, you have a dollar a month. So if you absolutely love what we're doing, as opposed to uh, us having to read, you know, uh, maybe advertisements and things like that, or having too many advertisements where it's just too much for you guys, uh, what we decided to do was create this. So you can pledge a dollar a month all the way up to $300 a month, honestly, if you wanted to. But for real... But Definitely give yeah. $300 a month. Every if month. that's like an you option guys have it. of yours. We yeah. know. You're listening to a free podcast. You definitely have $300 <laughs> a month to just throw away. But here's what we're going to do. If we get a bunch of you guys to give us a dollar a month, we would, first of all, be very, very honored. And second of all, what we're going to do is we're going to take all that money and put it all towards more content. Getting the stuff out faster to you guys, giving you guys something weekly, multiple things weekly. And exclusive stuff that only Absolutely. you'll get. Absolutely. Yeah. If you become a patron, you're going to get stuff specifically for you. So some of these interviews that we've been doing, uh, some of these player interviews, like you guys went to the Jack event. There's a couple of things that we're going to only release specifically to our patrons. So become a patron. Go to the Patreon. It's patreon.com slash soccer cooligans. Go there. Check it out. You can, you can, uh, you know, if you don't have the money, we understand that. Not everyone has money to give uh, to, to podcasts and, and to videos and, and, and networks like ours. So you know what you could do? Share it. Share it with your friends, your friends and your family. Uh, get it for someone as a gift. Maybe you know someone who or loves he- uh, this podcast and loves our videos. You can b- let them become a patron as a gift for the or, holidays or their yeah, birthday. Or feel free to share it with someone who you know has a lot of money. If you have a benefactor, someone with <laughs> a lot of money, this is what you want to ask them for. Exactly. Because what we want to do is continue to entertain you. We want to still do it our way where we don't have anyone telling us what to do uh, and still free for you guys. And in order to do that, we just need a little bit of uh, of help. And I mean, you know, again, a dollar a month doesn't seem like 
like a lot. It's $12 a year. If you and a bunch of your friends could do that for us, imagine how much that would help us. And again, all of that money is going to go directly into the more content for us, for you guys, I should say. So uh, go to our Patreon page, patreon.com slash soccer cooligans. You can see all the different rewards. So, so if you want to give a little bit more, uh, there's there's rewards there. There's a little, you know, you can get some merch. You can Hats have access to events, oh. uh, exclusive content. So Please support the Cooligans. This is the first time we're we're asking people for anything. For anything. Yeah. So you know, if you like what we do and and, and you're uh, a supporter, uh, you you've been to our events, you've been to our shows, anything, uh, you like our videos, uh, f- you know, think about it. Really yeah, please about, about supporting uh, uh supporting the Cooligans. Thank you very much again. That's Patreon. P a t r o e n. Wow. E o n. P A T R E O N, right? There we Patreon. go. Patreon.com slash soccer cooligans. Yeah. Alexis didn't do yeah. so great in his spelling bees. I'm so sorry, but thank you so much for listening to this break and back to the podcast. Hey, everybody. What's up, guys? Oh, man, we're the Cooligans. We are. We still are. Yeah, baby. Uh, this is Alexis Guerrero. This is Christian Polanco. Yeah, and we are so happy to have you here with us. We're talking soccer. We actually haven't said anything yet, but we're going <laughs> to talk soccer. Yeah, you believe we are, us. We are talking. To, I mean, t- this is the week we've decided to start talking about soccer. <laughs> yeah. uh, all those other weeks. We normally, were just all of BSing. The, talking the, about Pinterest. The, the, and yeah, it was mostly about pottery. Uh, a lot of, a lot of, we're big botanists. <laughs> little green thumbs. We but are. we were like, you know what? Soccer, I f- this soccer thing is like picking up some steam. I feel like people are starting to uh, care about it a little more. <laughs> so we 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 Wikipedia'd it and we learned a lot. Yeah, that's right. All our knowledge is Wikipedia based. <laughs> oh boy. But, you know, in all reality, we have had a whirlwind of a week so far. Yeah, very, a lot going on. Very busy for us. Which is good, right? We want to be busy, yeah. right? Do you want to be busy? I don't want to be busy. <laughs> <laughs> I got I got to be honest, man. I don't want to be busy. You, I want nothing. I want to do nothing. Christian says. Well, no. I do. I want to be busy. And uh, this week, we were as busy, I think, as we ever been as cooligans. That's right. You know, it's funny. Like, as comedians, we're, we tend to be very busy, and we do other things, and, and a lot goes on. Uh, but this week, this last week, cooligans took the front seat. Um, and we had the chance to do our first player interview, which we were really excited about. A lot of back and forth. A it took of, a lot. It took a lot to make it happen. But yeah, we had our first play, not only just our first player interview, but our first like event. I mean, with a player uh, at, yeah. at Upper 90 in Brooklyn. First live event. It was massive. I know we talked about it on this podcast before. So for those of you who don't live in the area, um, you know, soccer stores aren't, you know, a plenty, you know, in this area. It's kind of hard sometimes. You know, now with Amazon, it doesn't really mean that much to be able to go somewhere and buy like shin guards or something. But, you know, when when we were kids, Especially for me, that was like the meeting place of like soccer heads. You know, you could go there and like you could talk like Pegasus was like a big one in Newark. Like you can go to Pegasus and like you knew there were going to be people there talking about like the Portuguese league and Benfica versus Sporting and, you know, Real Madrid versus, you know, Barca and then Arsenal. You know, a lot of Arsenal heads used to get there. It was the only time I could really have those conversations besides like maybe with some of my Portuguese and Brazilian friends. So it means a lot. New York, no store means more than upper 90. That is the that is the epitome. I mean, it's just like a place to go and like there's like. There's like, you know, uh, soccer newspapers hanging out. Yeah. And, yeah. And just even for like a, just a brick and mortar store. Right. Like it's almost 
crazy that a soccer store can like exist. Yeah, you know? and continue to expand. They exactly. Have, and it's also like a, one Brooklyn, one Queens, one Long Island. Yeah, and it's also like a, a cool store. I don't yeah. know how to even regardless of that they sell soccer gear. It's just like uh it feels you feel like soccer is cool when you walk in there as opposed to any like a like a standard sporting goods store. Absolutely. Where you walk in when they have like a, you know one end cap of like soccer gear. Right. Or you <laughs> go to like uh, you go to like uh, you know end cap cuz you worked I right. worked in retail. I was like how did he know <laughs> uh, but like you go to Walmart and there's like a couple of soccer balls yeah. and then like a few things, but like, you know, the football section or the basketball section tends to take up most of it, you know? Uh, so, you know, this is like a whole store dedicated to that and they got like the dopest stuff. Like they have seats and I think all their stores, they have a location to like watch matches. Yeah. You know, like you can go and, and the one in Brooklyn in particular has that half of a pitch. It's like a mini pitch inside of it. That's like walled off. They like do training in there. It smells kind of like a gym sometimes, yeah, but it's great. It's cool. It's like a turf. It's cool. It's like fun. You could have yeah, like, I had, I had, I had turf pellets in my shoes after, after we were Did done. you really? Yeah, I did. What did you do? Did you two foot somebody? <laughs> I, was sly, I was sly tackling Jack Harrison a little yeah. bit. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's the player we interviewed. That's right. That's yeah. Who it was. We, we spoke to Jack Harrison in front of a, 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 a fun crowd. Great crowd. And, you know, look, well attended. It was standing room only, which is kind of exciting. Uh, you know, it was fun. And there was a, we kept talking about a big surprise. You know, we kept talking about like revealing this big surprise. Are we revealing it on the podcast or are we doing that in the video? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, people, we revealed it already. We, Did we? Yeah. That's yeah right. on we Instagram, tweeted on everything. Single piece well, of social media. For those of you who don't know, this is where I now take some some expertise here. Yeah. Uh, the food department. Uh, <laughs> Christian would have been like, "Hey, I named these Twinkies after you." It would have been no big deal for Christian. He doesn't care about food the way I. I do. just wrote JH on the on a Twinkie. <laughs> yeah. This is your own Twinkie. Come on, huh? <laughs> you're welcome. Uh, for those of what us, what do you mean you're throwing up after eating the Twinkie? <laughs> what, do you, what, what, what do you mean you're not allowed to eat all this processed sugar before you play soccer? Uh, for those of you who don't know, I'm a big uh, food person and uh, somewhat of a food personality in New York, uh, and and I've I've. I have graced uh, a certain place called Hard Time Sundays as the best burger in New York. Now, look, I'm by far the only person to do this. He is getting a lot of recognition all over the world. Uh, Andrew Zarika, amazing, amazing burger. One of the best burgers. Very simple. It's not crazy. There's no mac and cheese on it. There's no, you know, it doesn't come with like, you know, a, uh, you know, a, good a Parmesan Frico on it. Okay. It's just the standard, <laughs> it's a, it's a amazing burger. burger. Yeah, yeah. And everything he does, he does at a high level. So if you like Shake Shack, welcome to the new best burger. All right. Because this is just just like it's that time times 10, but it's incredible. So he's really, really busy. I, it took us a while to get him. He's never named a, a, an item after anyone. He's consulted on other burger joints before he opened his own. And he's never, never, uh, you know, named something after somebody. So this is a big, big moment for him. It took a lot of convincing. Um, I showed him some highlights of Jack Harrison, explained how important he was. And he was like, yeah, I'd love to do this for the fans. So guys, go out, go out to Hard Time Sundays. He's in the Vanderbilt market right outside Grand Central. On your way home, if you work in the city uh, or if you're coming into New York and you're coming in on a trip, Grand Central is probably a place you're going to stop. Yeah, yeah. Go there. Right next, right across the street, there's a dope little like food hall. And he's in there. Hard Time Sundays. Tell Andrew I sent you a we sent you. So he has named an amazing burger after and Jack Harrison. And just to Harrison. make sure, heart, Sundays is, is spelled like a sun, like a like ice like cream ice Sunday. Cream, so yeah, right. Hard A-E times at the end. Sundays. Yeah. A-E-S at the end. 
and we linked him a bunch and we're going to put up a, uh, you know, once the video goes up, we're going to put a link and everything on our, uh, on our blog, but yeah, check it out, dude. It's absolutely amazing. And the other thing he's never done is he's never put chili on the burger. He makes chili for his bacon wrapped hot dog. He makes a bacon wrapped hot dog that he covers in chili and cheese. Mm. I know. I well, certainly not good for you, but it's so <laughs> tastes so good going down. Um, it's, it's not good for you, but it's good to you. <laughs> oh, it certainly is. Yeah. We've all, everyone right now is thinking about that girl in high school. Uh, so, uh, he would, he almost refused to do it, but I spoke to Debbie, uh, Jack's mom and he, she told me how much he loved chili. So I was like, Hey, if we're going to do this, we got to do this. So yeah, we got the chili cheeseburger. It's absolutely incredible. We were going back and forth between calling it the Jack Harrison burger or the number 11. Uh, we felt that, uh, the Jack Harrison burger just uh, highlighted him even more. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it really was, uh, special and, and, and for, for sure. us, it was even for me, just personally on a, on a professional level, right. it, it felt like a, a really big achievement. You know, not only did we get to like, you know, I, it's, I, I don't even know what like professional athlete I really like. I, I've never been in that kind of setting where a professional athlete where like it was like you, a you'd show. Probably, you'd want to like interview Penny Hardaway if you could anybody, right? That would be pretty awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Can we, let's work on that. Can we, let's, you want to do can that we next? Have Penny Hardaway sandwich. Can, yeah. we, can, we, can we get on that? Can we, we have the Penny Hardaway bowl of Solent, Soylent. <laughs> uh, you know, the, the Penny Platino. Yeah. Uh, there we I go. Would, yeah. I would buy that. God, that must've been your nickname <laughs> at some point. But like, you know, for me, like, you know, interviewing someone like a Dennis Bergkamp or Thierry Henry, it would have blown my mind if you told me, you know, 10, 15 years ago that I'd be interviewing a professional soccer player and not just any professional soccer player, someone who's getting looks at from European clubs. And, uh, you know, it's probably going to be the rookie of the year. I can't imagine anyone else, uh, you know, usurping that from him. You know, it's, he's amazing and he's led to a lot of great goals. And this was the thing for us is that we wanted to make this a soccer event, not an NYCFC event. And uh, there was a lot of people that were there that weren't NYCFC fans. Which was kind of cool. Yeah, and it really was. Uh, it was just fun. I yeah. mean, like you know, a lot of times with like I think a lot of times a lot of people expected like a you know a meet and greet with with a player and you know take some photos and he can sign some of my stuff. But time, it's kind of like lackluster. You know, yeah, I don't want to say they're boring because it's fun to go out and meet a professional player, but you know they they don't really offer you a, like an inside look. Like you kind of have to you know maybe somebody gets a good question, but like he's off to the side talking to that person. Yeah, not everyone gets to hear it and you know the meet and greets the questions like the q and a's yeah like the ones that like uh city in the uh what is it uh city in the uh, city in the boroughs mm-hmm. um like the club will come out and do these and i don't know if they, the other clubs do this if you they do let us know send us an email um but you know the questions that are asked are like oh i noticed the formation like they're very like they're not they're they're sort of afraid to really get down there where you and i are well, not well well they're 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 valid questions and for a diehard fan that's fine yeah but like for uh uh for the kind of you know quote-unquote show or event that we want to put on it it's it, it's it's more like fun if it's relatable to more people even if you're not into soccer because the the player and and the, and the player's personality gets to shine 100 and that, and that's you know and props to jack because he was he was just great i mean look it's not always easy to just like uh uh do uh you know like basically we recorded a podcast or, or did a, like a live show live interview and For sure he totally held his own he was fun he was funny uh, yeah. and, he, and he kept up with you know two comedians uh uh you know uh, being idiots and that's the funny <laughs> yeah, you're right and the other thing is that like i don't know that he how well prepared he was 
for the fact that we were going to be like lively and asking him really personal questions and, yeah. you know, really boiling down to so like, you know, just like the, uh, the Ayango moment. Um, yeah. we, we, if you don't know, we played the video of, of his amazing, uh, sort of, uh, run up to that goal. The, the, the Alan Iverson crossover. Oh my God. Did on Ambrose on Ayongo, uh, the Montreal uh, impact. But we, we were like talking about it from like a, like a, like a, like a, his perspective. And he was prepared with like a very, uh, you know, like well-trained media training type answered well yeah. you know we it's, it's all about the team and we're like yeah yeah yeah, yeah but how about and we just like he, he you could see him lose it in that moment yeah where he's just not prepared and you and i like probably i'm probably the more aggressive but you and i like probably intimidating to some people because we're both very sharp thinkers so when we come at someone we're like already four steps ahead <laughs> and he was just like you know he couldn't avoid really getting like he answered questions i don't think he knew he was going to answer yeah and and i'm glad he wasn't uh shy about it or uncomfortable he really Absolutely. embraced the moment and and uh you know and the fans that were there to see him he was so warm and welcoming and he loved the burger uh and i mean seriously for our first event it could not have gone any better it was so not, cool not at all i mean that was exactly i won't say that's exactly what i wanted but like at the end of the day like that's exactly how i had hoped the level it would come out you know what i mean yeah. i think i don't think we i don't think i could go back and say like oh let's do like there were a couple things we forgot to do like turn the lights on we had like additional lights on the simple things like that like just background but stuff yeah i mean they were like to everyone listening right now, I want, be, I want to be very, not even about nitpicking, but we're, we want to be very clear. This is such a grassroots operation. There's so <laughs> yes. few people helping us with this. I and mean, we had our significant others there. We had Kirby. We had yeah. uh, some other comics. I Kirby mean, should be studying. He's out helping us. <laughs> Kirby's in school. He, yeah, had my to, wife. <laughs> he had to run from school. He had to tell his teacher. He threw his books at his teacher's yeah, face. Yeah. And said, you I, do the homework. <laughs> I got to go. I got to get out I got to go see Jack Harrison. He, he, he wrapped his books in, in one of those belts, threw it over his shoulder, <laughs> and he hitchhiked a Greyhound bus all the way, all the way, all the way over four hills. Uh, you so know. look, you know, uh, it, it all seemed like you know we're scrambling at the end to make it all work, but th that's really the situation that we're, we're in. in. Yeah, we, yeah, it's just us. We, we no don't have a channel. We don't have a no, giant budget. We don't have some big no. con conglomerate no uh, helping us. We don't have a, you know a we team don't have a of big European <laughs> finance group sending yeah. us money every week. We've got nothing so we need besides our own efforts and our own money and so we put a lot of it very into much this. so oh, we need you much. we need you yeah to that, as help to support that damn patreon <laughs> the patreon yeah we'll talk about yeah, that. yeah we'll talk about it you probably already heard a message about <laughs> it uh but yeah absolutely i mean look I, I hopefully i know a lot of the folks that were there send us some messages and uh let us know how much they enjoyed it i got some you know uh facebook messages from people i love it dude i love it i'm glad you guys had fun we want to do more we would love to do one every single week if we could and we'd love to travel and, and visit people you know uh visit clubs outside of just new york and you know we had some plans and some stuff that's coming through and some stuff that's not exactly coming through uh that we're gonna bust our ass and make sure that it happens for you guys because uh we absolutely love you guys uh but in the mls it was a lot more than just our interview i know uh and and shout outs to uh shouts out to all the uh mls people who came out to that event because that's you know they 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 have every right to not eat, to ignore us and uh, some folks were there which was kind of nice. Who has a right to ignore us? Uh, well, I'll I'll knife anybody who tries <laughs> to ignore dare, me. But how dare they? But you know they don't have to pay attention to us and it's nice that that some folks have taken uh, some some. Effort. It was it was very kind, very sweet, beautiful. It was beautiful. Uh, so yeah, I mean yeah, they, uh, MLS 
was on fire. Oh man, this is it. I this mean, this week, this uh, yeah, just one week left. Yeah. One uh, one round of games left. Also, our fantasy league on fire. A lot <laughs> to talk about. Pretty intense. It's down. It's between me and a Canadian. So come on, Americans, <laughs> send me some tips here. Uh, Matu, crushing yeah. it, man. Yeah, he's in first. Uh, yeah, I was in first last week. We keep swapping. Uh, yeah, he's been in first for a long time. It's though. a it's about a six point gap. I it's believe a six point gap, man. Uh, six point thigh gap. Yeah. Yeah, which you're trying to close. We've got a Kylie Jenner. I don't know if she has one of those. Uh, she probably has a knife uh, that created that. Uh, I've I beat him last week, and I don't know. None of my defenders scored. Andy, if you're listening to this, thanks <laughs> and, for your help. Andy uh, winner, yeah, yeah. No, he, but you had it. You, I mean, you bumped. You got a lot of points. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was able to. I was able to sort of, uh, you know, keep within range. But uh, I had a three point um, buffer that he totally uh, jumped over. So now I have to make up six points in the last week. But uh, you know, Andy, Andy's help, uh, Andy, Andy's episode helped me out quite a bit. Yeah. You know, finding out that there was unlimited transfers, uh, yeah, really took, settled I, me. I finally took advantage of that. Yeah. And I so, did okay. Yeah. Cause you forgot to do it last time. I didn't. But it. in the real MLS matches, oh man, uh, NYCFC with a stinker, unfortunately. Yeah. They did not, uh, bring their best. They didn't bring their A game. No. Uh, and NYCFC the goal here is to end up in the first two cause you get a bye. Yeah. So yeah. this was, uh, a, a bad loss. The NYCFC lost to DC United at, uh, what they play at RFK? They did play at RFK. RFK. Uh, three to one, and uh, a goal by David Villa. But we got uh, goals. Uh, Mullins, Patrick Mullins, formerly of NYCFC, celebrated too. Yeah, yeah he I mean, did not hold back. But he, he didn't go crazy either. He celebrated. He did celebrate. That's it. That's but, all it takes. So the, yeah, it's so, dead to us. Because this is the ethics, right? And uh, for any American soccer fans that aren't aware, it's like basically if you if you, you play against your former team, you are not allowed to show any kind of celebration. Like when Frank Lampard scored against Chelsea when he was playing for Manchester City. Just he put his hands up and walked away. Put his hands up. He was just, uh, hands up, don't shoot. You yeah, know, he did yeah, that. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> he put like, on a hoodie. <laughs> he, put on a- <laughs> he was like, nobody, okay. Yeah. Everybody? I'm, yeah. Nobody, everybody, everything's fine. I Sorry, I shot. Please don't shoot. <laughs> but that is, but that is, uh, I mean, uh, they were your jokes. employer. You know, yeah. that you don't do that. And, you know, Patrick Mullins got a shot from NYCFC, so... You would have expected that he, you know, being traded, uh, you know, leaves a leaves a a bad taste uh, in your mouth. So yeah. um, I get the point. Um, I get the point, and I understand. But unless they gave up on you, you don't. Uh, maybe he feels like they did. You don't celebrate. Well, or whatever. He, he, he didn't get much playing time. But also, you're for a forward on a team with David Villa. So that's it's yeah. going to be tough to get playing time. And he's clearly good. He's doing a great job in DC. Yeah. So. I mean, there were a lot of issues with this game. Like, it, it was very surprising. Yeah, how no one covered Lloyd Sam. That dude was <laughs> running around like crazy. It was surprising how bad NYCFC looked, really, especially with how important this game was. Uh, right, but here's something to consider. First of all, Diego Martinez came in from Matarita, looked amazing. Yeah. Uh, Lampard's not there, and I know we joke around, but at this point in the season now, Lampard has become an incredibly important part of that club. Uh, so NYCFC needs Lampard um, in order to just sort of maintain possession and to do what he to do what he does last season it was someone like uh, Poku when he was in tons of possession now it seems like it's Frank Lampard and you know hopefully Lampard stays another season because he seems to be doing a great job there well one thing uh, that is pretty frustrating especially as an NYCFC fan it, just another set piece goal uh, just another corner kick it, it, I mean it's Every almost every game, yeah. Either we, we either we're terrible, or it's all Josh Saunders. I don't know what's going on with him. Nah, I, 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 Josh Saunders had his own issues, but not not. I don't think it was that goal. I, there's 
it, it seems to me it, it's just uh, NYCFC has, I guess, just smaller players. I, I don't know because they're always getting out out hustled in the box when yeah. it comes to a, in, in a corner kick. It, it, I mean, Brian is really the only tall guy, you know, tall, imposing in the air. Yeah. You know, for everything uh, Mena is, he's not imposing in the air. You know, guys like, uh, you know, Chanel is out for the season. Well, it, it was um, Chanel's. I, I'm sorry. It was Mena's. The, 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 the guy that Mena was marking was yeah. the one uh, who scored, uh, Bobby Boswell. Yeah. And that. Yeah, I guess the first. Oh, wait. Was it Bobby Boswell or Rob Vincent? I, don't, uh, no, I think it was Bobby Boswell. Boswell the second goal. The yeah. second goal. And. But, but it just seems to happen so much that it, it, it's such a concern. I mean, look, the, the, the third goal, um, uh, Rob Vincent, like well, that ridiculous, uh, uh, the pass, the pass, pass back to, to Saunders. Oh, of course. That was so frustrating. If, again, playing out of the back accounts for at least a, a goal against us every other match, Yeah, which we've developed better in that style. And I understand the, the, the pinning it down and saying we have to play the style. I think if we get into the playoffs, you got to let it go. You think so? If it's, it's if risky, it's if risky. there's pressure, why? But at this point you've, you've succeeded and gotten, gotten into the playoffs. This isn't a youth team. We're not developing now. It's to win the MLS cup. It's kind of like when you get into the playoffs in any other, you know, NFL or NBA defense becomes more important. Now you're holding it down to win the to win the game. Now there's no you don't there's no moral victories. And yeah. I think that goes for everyone. I think you see that some of the better defensive teams uh do tend to do pretty well in the MLS playoffs uh except for, you know, uh, Portland last season who still was very good defensively, but obviously they're a much more of attacking team. I, initially I thought the playing out of the back was kind of a, a, a remedy to playing Yankee Stadium. You're you're playing in a smaller field. You want to keep possession, and maybe you don't want to get hit on a counterattack easily. Maybe, but you would imagine a long ball uh, would would do wonders in in Yankee Stadium. It's such a tiny pitch. I don't know. I, I guess I always th- thought of it like you, you know up front. Uh, NYCFC doesn't really have big, you know, strong players like their, their front three were Jack Harrison, Villa, and and Kyrie. Mm-hmm. So at, at that point, you think. Uh, a good long ball like V is not going to get a bunch of long balls. Kyrie has the best opportunity, but that that's not necessarily his strength. Right. So, yeah, just Saunders. Uh, uh, the, the confusion between Iraola and Saunders was just, I mean, humiliating. I mean, it looked so bad. It was just an embarrassing, dumb play. And and Saunders shouldn't have given it to Iraola. Iraola shouldn't have given it back to Saunders. Right. He overshot it, uh, and it was just a bit of a scramble. And and uh. uh and and Vincent just you know rocks right. it right in. It's, True it, poacher's goal. Yeah, it's just bad. And look, I think there's so much back and forth. But again, I, I think we're complaining. I look, we have one match left. If we win, we get a bye. And yeah. what, you know, other than having beaten Red Bull, which would have been amazing. You know, look, they didn't get the supporter shield. You don't you don't win anything for winning the East. Uh, congratulations, they won the East. Fine. Uh, you know, they did beat a seven nil. I'd rather they they have win the East and not beaten a seven nil. You know what I mean? I, did I, uh, Did you see uh, on the the Red Bulls put a, a poll on their Twitter? Yeah. Uh, saying, who will win the East? And they mentioned all the t- like NYCFC, uh, Red Bulls, and 
Toronto. And Toronto. And and the, NYCFC, NYCFC won. Walking won, away. won the poll. <laughs> and what's what's even got to be double annoying for them is that when you win a poll, it turns it light blue. It turns that option light blue. <laughs> so it actually looks like it's the NYCFC color. So yeah. uh, the guy who does all of the social media, I, I forget his name, he posted like, why does this happen every time I put up a poll? It was just so funny. He's just like, he's like, come on, fans, man. Like, what are you doing? I feel so bad for the Red Bulls because it, it's, look. They, uh, look, I think they'd rather win the cup than they, a couple of polls. Exactly. <laughs> but it is. It must be so frustrating because they're they're a good squad. They're a good side. They're a very good squad. I'm I'm look. I'm not scared of them, but I'm weary of them. Yeah, because they have the ability to really go after us with that high press, which I, I don't think we have a lot of answers for. I, I Although wanna, Kyrie now seems to be able to be answer that a little bit, but he some he has an ability to sort of fall back. I think one of the things is look. We have we have our own. Uh, you know, we have our future in our own hands. You know, we have the ability to get that by. There's some other clubs that aren't doing and nearly as well. Uh, you know, uh, the next match that we uh, we didn't see together, but we both saw was Toronto versus Montreal. Yeah, big, big match. And what, this is, you know, how cool of it to be so, uh, at the end of the season and it to sort of mean so much. With right? Javinko coming back and Javinko. Drogba walking off the team, walking <laughs> out of the team. Yeah, let's talk about that first. So, yeah. you know, it was a 2-2 draw. Uh, both teams needed the points. Uh, Montreal Piatti, monster. Montreal needed uh, just a draw will clinch a playoff spot, so they, right. they they're in. But Toronto needed the three to get that get that the buy because yeah. NYC, especially with the NYCFC losing, they were two points back. Now they're only one point back. So. Uh, Yes, let's let's talk about Drogba first because that was a big story. So Didier Drogba did not play this match, a, a match you would expect him to play. It's such an important game. Huge, important. Here he comes. And I think the big secret with Montreal, though, has been that they play better without Drogba. Yeah, that seems to be the, the realization. Yeah, I, it seems like, you know, someone else said Father Time has come knocking. It seems like it's caught up to him. You know, when he started mid-year last year, we were all amazed. I mean, this guy's scoring, you know, uh, hat tricks whenever he wants, and he's 38 years old. It seems like it's caught up to him now, you know? Well, it, so the news was that, uh, you know, Drogba wasn't even in the teammate in the in the 18, and it was because he basically, uh, you know, the coach, uh, Mauro Biello, he said that, you know, Drogba had a back injury, so he wanted, yeah. he wanted to start him on, you know, he wanted to put him on the bench and get him in later because he figured the injury, you know, might slow him down for, you know, for the 90 minutes. So once Drogba heard this, he said, well, I'm not going to, don't even put me in the game at all because I want to start. And this is... This is like egregious, right? This, this is, is yeah. This is high level diva. This is yeah. This is really bad. Divba, <laughs> divba, or or you know, so dragma. Divia, dragma. Diva, dragma. Diva, dragma. Yeah, we got to find something to put on the tabloids. Didieva, dragma. So. Yeah, once I heard this, I was like, no, I, I, I mean, I lost a lot of respect for Drogba. Yeah, I think this puts a, uh, I mean, he's, he's done. This is it. This is it for Drogba. He wasn't coming back next season. You don't want him back next season. He's not coming back, but, you know, uh, you know, tail between his legs. This is it. Yeah. You know, this is the story now. And this is what I think is the biggest shame is that now he walks away with the story being like, and in his last action, he decided to leave the club instead of, you know, uh, you know, coming off the bench, you know, and it's, it's terrible because he did so many amazing things. But is it really that insulting? 
to put him on the bench. Like, don't ask me. Ask him. Apparently, it I is. Get, I, he's like you know Luis Suarez in the World Cup. You know, like uh, in the Copa. In the Copa, where he was like, "No, you're hurt. You cannot. Play. Yeah. you cannot play." But he was warming up. He was angry. <laughs> he, he was warming up. Yeah, he's not even. He wasn't even on the eighteen. I don't no, think he was. but no one told him no he one. wasn't in the eighteen. That's the big thing. Maybe that's what they should have done with Drogba. Don't even. Well, no, he wanted to start. He wanted yeah, to start. Yeah, yeah, he was in the eighteen. <laughs> so, uh, th- this is uh, that'd be I, hilarious. I don't if know. Like, oh, baby, what are you doing out there? There's too many players. Why if, don't you step if, out if for you, a second? If you're a Montreal Impact fan, let us know how you feel because this is. Uh, uh, how do you feel about your, the, your, you know, the your DP, your best player on the team? Not well, not the best player on the team, but no. Uh, you know, certainly the biggest marquee name. Yeah, you would think he, he would have a little bit more class, and it seems pretty classless because there's it nothing. It did seem class. It seemed very French, though, and I know he's not French, but it seemed very French. But he speaks it. it. He speaks uh, it. If I die, well, Cote d'Ivoire. I mean, Ivory Coast. <laughs> if I am not in the first, if I am not in the first eleven, then I do not deserve. You do not deserve to have me on your bench. I don't know why he became Latin all of a sudden. Like, I would kill your mother. But he, uh, drug was like, I do not want to go. He didn't even go. He was like, "Don't put me in the eighteen. Yeah, I stay yeah. home. I'm not, I'm not getting on the bus. Oh, I'm going to I'm going to France. Yo, are you gonna watch the game? No, maybe I'll DVR it maybe. if I feel like it. <laughs> yeah. I'll read the tweets. <laughs> <laughs> like, I look I look on the Instagram. <laughs> Somebody Snapchat me. Uh, but Piatti got a brace. Uh, you know, a great goal. Dude, uh, Piatti, man. Uh, Piatti's one of those dudes that's like, who cares if he's in or not? I got this. I don't know if Piatti's enough to carry you through. The playoffs, but they're a scary team with how well they play when Piatti has full control. Yeah, I mean, uh, he. I feel like the last like few weeks he was uh, he sort of just slowed down. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, like that's. But this a, is the big moment. I mean, this is everyone is saving themselves. I mean, look at look at Giovinco when he came in. You know, everyone's like, "What's it going to be like?" He started. You know, he was like, "Yeah, I know I wasn't supposed to be back for another week, but trust me, I got this." And he looked good. Uh, yeah, I guess I guess everybody's waiting for Lampard to have uh, that same Giovinco Come on, buddy. <laughs> kind of energy. Uh, uh, Giovinco, yeah, I mean, he. I think he's, you know, him and I still am weary about him and Altador together. You know, Altador is at a different level now. Uh, Giovinco carried that team on his own when he was first there. So, mm-hmm. you know, if you guys are if you guys are Toronto FC fans, I know some of those uh, some of those uh, guys listening to us. Let us know what you think, man. Uh, do you, if it had to come between one of the two of them, who do you want to start? I, you got to feed the hot hand and right now there's no one hotter in the league i think than altador besides yeah. ola Kamara, who wasn't even in the 18 you know uh in his match i would say the biggest issue is uh with toronto right now is uh, bradley bradley look doesn't look good he looks slow and i know there's uh i know italian clubs are still looking for him i don't know yeah right that, that he's I, I watch him and and you would think he would be a little bit more Dynamic and yeah. you know, because even like Pirlo, Pirlo's slow, right? Nobody's expecting to be like uh, this tremendous athlete, but he makes r- the correct decision. Yeah, and he also he his spacing and movement is so impressive. Yeah, where Bradley seems like he's taking that extra second, he's slowed down a bit, and it's causing some real issues, especially with defenders like we have in the MLS that run directly at you. You know, they're not they don't give you space here. Yeah. You know, uh, well, yeah, my, uh, Michael Bradley having some issue. Bob, Bob Bradley, he's you know he's yeah. doing a little better, a little better, a little bit, a little destroyed better. Destroyed by the Marshall <laughs> boys, though. I told you. Oh, what is they destroyed? Oh my God, son. <laughs> but, but anyway, we ne- had to go down a man for you to catch up, bro. <laughs> Next up, Red Bulls against the Columbus Crew. Yeah, we talked about it. No Ala Kamara. No Ala no Kamara. Kamara. Not yeah. even in the eighteen. I still not. I'm not hundred percent sure why. I'm. I'm. A, I'm I presumed it was an injury, but I didn't look it up. I don't yeah, know they didn't say. Uh, but you know, again, uh, you Grella, Kleshin, Dax, and BWP. 
That's a hell of a core. Yeah. You know? that, I mean, that, and that's definitely a game the Red Bulls should win. Uh, and they were up 3 nothing. Yeah, Columbus is out of it. Columbus of course. They were up 3 nothing, And again, Red Bulls being Red Bulls uh, made it scary at the end. They gave up two goals. Finding a way to let the others even come back. And that's and that seems to be, I, I would say, the biggest concern for the Rebels. They, they can't seem to uh, uh, dominantly finish matches. No, they have to score so many goals that they dishearten you. Yeah. They, uh, they, they have to score seven every time. Yeah, they got to score seven to, or else they're not winning easy. <laughs> they just don't win easy. And, uh, you know, look, uh, if I, if as an NYCFC fan, if I could avoid them in the playoffs, I'd be happy to. Um, but I, I, know, I, I want that game. I want that match so bad. I do want you really? To see it. Yeah. It's going to be, be in their house New, though. New York. Will, but no, but both, both back and forth. Uh, I don't, if it's, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Yeah, it's gonna be great. That's that. That's a hot New York will be buzzing. Yeah, that would be that would be a, that would be big for the sport of soccer in this in this market. Yeah, uh, you know, I, at BWP now it seems like you know he's he's walking away with that with that goal. Twenty three goals. He's two ahead of David Villa. Yeah, uh, and yeah, he looked good. The Red Bulls. The Red Bulls offensively. They. I don't. You know, they they're not much of a concern. I don't think. No. Uh, yeah, they they look like they have that on point. Question missed the penalty. It could have been four, uh, four to two. But uh, right I, when I first put you in my in my fantasy <laughs> team, you bastard. But. Question: uh, He missed that penalty, but what led up to it was pretty crazy. Yeah, a handball that wasn't called. A handball that was by the by the keeper. The keeper uh, just kind of misplayed it. He didn't know if it, if he if he could grab it. Stu Vert, that's his name. Uh, he didn't know if he could grab it, so he was he, he, he was on the edge of the box. Exactly. Uh, he was on the edge of the the box, so he I mean touched it with his hand, which you're obviously not supposed to. It wasn't called. Uh, so he tried to grab it. It was a little bit of a scrum. Well, he couldn't grab the ball, so he decided to grab so Moyle's leg. He just grabbed Alex Moyle. He just grabbed. Moyle, that's it. Uh, he just grabbed like like a, just an NFL tackle. Yeah, rugby, just like, yeah. grabbing at the legs, like just hold his ankle yeah. as tight as you possibly Which, can. I, how did he? I don't think he got a card. No. Which crazy? That should have been. That's two it, potential reds. It might be a red. Yeah, yeah those two. <laughs> you're not supposed to handle the ball outside the box if you're yeah. a keeper, and you're definitely not supposed to, you know, tackle somebody's legs out with your hands. <laughs> so at least it looked like he was going for the ball, but it was clearly he was nowhere no, near the he, ball. Yeah. yeah, he literally was just grabbing at his ankle. It's just like like a like a little kid who doesn't want you to go away. You yeah, know? yeah, you exactly. Yeah, yeah. Them. Like you dragging him. Yeah, you dragging him. They're just that's, holding on. That's what he Don't did. leave. Uh, but again, you know, uh, rebels being. Rebels, they they you know they missed the penalty. Hey, they missed penalty. Question with the ho- horrible uh, penalty. I, you know, I I have a, an issue with soft penalties like that because they're so risky. Because uh, if if the keeper guesses right, you know you're screwed, and you look like an idiot, and you do look like an idiot. I mean, even a even like a chip is like. Better. I mean, that happened in the Copa America. So who was right. it in Venezuela? Uh, where they they tried the chip and it didn't work. But and that's that's part of the game. But at least I say that's like a strategic shot. Right. Uh, he looked like he passed it lightly. He, exactly. Yeah. yeah. It was just like a, like a one-two pass right to the. He obviously mishit it. I don't think that's what he was planning. No, I think that's what he was trying. No. Yeah. What, what's the point of that? This, how do you miss hit a penalty? I have. I mean, I hit it. Miss hitting it like and skying, skying it. it like I get Zaza. that because you hit it too hard or yeah. or messy. No, I think he missed it. I don't know. I, I disagree. I just yeah, a bad a bad soft shot that Terrible. was easily easily stopped. But they held on for the win, so That's, good for them, I guess. Uh, next up, FC Dallas against the Seattle Sounders. Yeah, uh, tough, tough. If you're Seattle, I watched this match. 
uh, tough if you're Seattle, man. Uh, they had uh, Hercules Gomez had a goal called back, which I don't think uh, for an offside. I don't think it should have been. No, I, no, it wasn't an offside. It was uh, a foul against the keeper. Foul against the keeper, yeah, which definitely should not have been yeah, called. Yeah, it, it was uh, not. The keeper they, actually was falling towards. I exactly. can't remember the gentleman's uh, name. He has like uh, like big curly hair, but um, ter- terrible, terrible call. And then they finally get it back with an amazing Ladero free kick. El right. Uruguayo, I mean, amazing. And the, they they kept saying it during the match, and it was obvious when you watch it uh, that the keeper was cheating. He was cheating the other on, way on his wife. Yeah, I know. Right <laughs> Unbelievable. On right. the on well, the that's how you win. You show him a video. <laughs> you show him a sex tape of him and his side piece, and he's like, "Where'd you get that?" And all of a sudden, a goal goes. <laughs> in. Uh, but no, he was. It's, he was that's called the Benzema effect. Yeah, the Benzema. <laughs> you need to pay me. This is Drogba. I'm out of the club again, and I'm looking for money. Uh, the the keeper was cheating to the other side, trying to expecting that a curling ball was going to come in, and I think he was trying to get at it first. Yeah, uh, especially since like. Darrow seemed like he was going to be curling it towards goal as opposed to the opposite way around. Uh, and did not have enough of a, did not have enough of a reach. He was too far over to the right hand side that Ladero was like, all right, I'll go, I'll go short post. And that, and that's crazy because the keeper was stretch Armstrong. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and, he, and couldn't even reach it. That's all he does is have enough. <laughs> he has enough reach. Also, Ladero was like 35 yards away. He was like, he was in the locker room. It yeah. was so far it, away. It, it was, uh, you don't take a shot from there. Like it, that's a bold shot. There were only right. two men on the wall or maybe even no, one. one. There was only, only one. one. And he actually almost got ahead to it. Yeah. You don't, expect a, sh- a shot especially with that power and also Ladero is so tiny yeah you don't really pinpoint <laughs> pinpoint shot though but it was a great shot but also the bend on it was oh. uh was Beckhamish yeah legendary uh, what well, yeah it was uh, the keeper yeah he took that yeah. one little step to the side yeah in fact it was such a good bend Kira Knightley and some Indian chick were there they were watching <laughs> I love that you said some Indian shit. I don't know the actress's name. And I hope she was Indian. I might be I might be offending people. She was Indian. Some South Asian. Was she something else? I yeah. hope not. I'm, I'm, well, we know who was the star of that movie. Yeah, right? yeah. Even the girl who started it was not the star of the movie. No. Kira Knightley. Monster. Monster career after that. Exactly. Enough that I remember her name. Okay. Uh, yeah, but uh, uh, goes by Uriti and, and Carlos Ruiz. Uh, Seattle, I mean, they didn't, they shouldn't have lost. I mean, it would have been nicer to win the game and just go a couple points ahead yeah. and, uh, you know, just to seal a, a, a playoff uh, spot. But but there, have you heard their coach speak, Schmetzer? No, I have, I have not. He has a lisp. Ooh. But like, you know what he looks like? He's like balding. He still has a lot of hair on the side. No, you know, I haven't, I haven't seen him yet. Glasses, you have. He wears like dad jeans and like, <laughs> he, like dress shirts, like baggy dress shirts. So like, he, tucked he, into his dad jeans. It's safe to say he's not going to win the best dress coach in the MLS. <laughs> Nowhere near it. Uh, he might not even be allowed to be present while it's presented to the winner. Uh, but like, there was an interview with him. He looks like some accountant that just like picked up uh you know a microphone he was like yeah i think we're gonna win and it's, it's kind of exciting <laughs> i was like oh no <laughs> oh no he looks like what you expect him to sound like i mean he sounds like what you expect him to sound like okay from looking at him it's embarrassing <laughs> how I'm, does he motivate i'm looking at a you picture. boys need to do this it sounds like a cartoon <laughs> like if you were making like like the the nebishy neighbor 
Yeah. Who you find out later is like a sex god. But like for the first like two seasons, he's like the nerd who can't do it. That's him. That's it's it's him. Look and sound. I just, I'm now I'm I'm picturing Brian Schmetzer as a sex god. Right? Yeah. It's a little yeah. different. It's a little difficult. Schmetzer the sex god. <laughs> I'm gonna grab you by the pussy. <laughs> <laughs> just, ah! just Schmetzer's here. Watch your girl. You know? <laughs> Mister, steal your girl. <laughs> uh, yeah. It, it, it may not be as pronounced as I'm making it, but it's enough where you're like, oh, no. Look, you don't need permission to make fun of anybody on uh, this <laughs> Apparently podcast. Apparently not, no. <laughs> uh, but, uh, yeah, they, they, it would have been nicer to... to, to, to uh, uh, Solidified position. There, there, there's only 40, 45 points. Uh, Portland and uh, and Kansas City can still overlap them, and uh, so it's it's still a little scary. The the the, the final game of the season is really this. There's a there's a lot at stake. Uh, this is it. This is what they're West all. Yeah. This is this is gonna be exciting. The last week is gonna have a lot of very important matches, which yeah. is exciting. This Deadline is exciting. day, bim, as they bim, call bim. it. Yeah, uh, or red line day. Because of the, above the playoff look line. At, look at you. Red line day. Look at you. Wow. Huh? MLS, put them in the marketing Come department. Come on, son. <laughs> at least let me call in. Can we Skype, bro? <laughs> you know, I got ideas. Come on, let me Skype, homie. <laughs> Red line day. Not bad. Okay. So. Not bad at all. Well, listen, uh, MLS has a lot going for it. It was super exciting, super exciting weekend. We're, we're setting up another exciting round. For those on MLS Fantasy, this is the last week. If you're close like I am, make some smart decisions because a lot of these teams aren't going to be playing for keeps. That's right. So, but sometimes, you know, the, the teams that don't have anything going for it play a little better. There's a lot of options out there. And for people listening who want to play in fantasy next season, just know that it's free to play and we give prizes uh, to the winner. Right. As uh, long as we don't win. As long with me, as long as we don't. If win. if I win, no, no one second, gets a prize. No one gets a prize. Yeah. Nobody gets Nobody. a prize. <laughs> Everybody, you all get sad yeah. emojis. I'll take all your presents <laughs> and then I go get myself a Jack Harrison burger. <laughs> Boom, done. So yeah, you. So make sure you sign up uh, next time. Next time we uh, do it because it's Absolutely. always it's always a lot of fun. So we're, we're gonna have some prizes from On the Volley Apparel uh, and and Kroba Shin Guards are uh, donating some stuff for the winner. Oh baby, of the MLS Fantasy, the Cooligans MLS Fantasy. That's right. So uh, make sure you uh, sign up to our email list on our website so that you could be uh, aware when we start it next season. That's and right. next season, we're not going to start it three weeks in. We're going to start it right from the beginning. Correct. Oh, baby. I can't wait. So uh, why don't we do this? Why don't we take a break? Come back. We'll talk a little EPL. Let's do it. Huh? Huh? You like it? I like it. How was it? I was pretty good. I, I agree. <laughs> we'll be right back after this. <laughs> Hey guys, Christian Polanco here. I just wanted to give you guys a quick update on uh, Instagram giveaway that we're doing. We're really excited to be partnering up with Cobra Shin Guards. Cobra Shin Guards, they make a lightweight moldable shin guard. So if you play soccer, you know that when you buy, you know, shin guards from some store, they're just, you know, sometimes they're stiff. They don't really fit you that comfortably, but these, you mold them. It's a really cool process. You just put them in water uh, and then they mold to your leg. And when, once they cool down, uh, they are yours. They're your shin guards. They even remold so if you want to give them uh, to somebody else, you, or maybe you just gained some weight in your shins, uh, so you can uh, you can go on Instagram now and look at the the giveaway. We have a, little, a contest going, so go on Instagram right now, uh, so you can win yourself a pair of Cobra shin guards. Yeah, we're back. We're back, everybody. Thank ah. you. 
So uh, we talked a lot about MLS. Very exciting. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they're not the only game in town, although they may be the most exciting game in town. Yeah, we, we've been t- the last couple of weeks. We've been it, this has been, a, a, you know, it, it's come up. A, yeah. Like, uh, yeah. And, and just uh, Sky Sports, uh, they had an article uh, about Sky Sports saying that uh, Premier League live viewership is down 19 percent this year. Which is, this is the billion dollar, the multi-billion dollar uh, deal. Yeah, so this, is, this isn't this is what they want because, uh, yeah, as soon as they spend all the money. The hell we pay for? Then nobody's <laughs> watching. <Yeah. laughs> so this is, uh, yeah, a bit of a, a concern uh, for the Premier League. But this is, yeah, my general feeling across, what, what we're in uh, week, week eight. eight. Yeah, week eight. Just the games themselves, I've just, I haven't really been that impressed even the big derbies haven't been impressive the big rivalries you know manchester united liverpool was supposed to be like the big one you know and it's a you know for 90 minutes it was look it was exciting i think the one thing that stood out to me the most in that match is how firmino just looked so slow surprising. Uh, yeah just uh you know he seemed a bit lacking in pace which is you know a hallmark of the uh of the Klopp uh style which is that you know aggressive Coutinho looked great um but yeah I mean it was kind of a snore fest and the rest of the league has been kind of boring look I'm an Arsenal fan I've really been excited by some of the last few Arsenal matches but if I looked if I watched some of those matches sort of um you know, unbiasedly, if I was just an average fan who had no skin in the game for that match, uh, maybe the Burnley, the end of the Burnley match would have been fun, but that would have been a snooze fest the whole way through. You know, it's not that exciting. I think you're right. Yeah, it's weird because normally, you know, uh, like when when people make the case against sort of MLS, they're like, oh, the quality of the game is not as good. You know, I'd rather right. watch the Premier League. Right. But it, it's, look, is the quality of the Premier League obviously better? Yes. But for the sake of entertainment value. Right. You know, this is sort of like, you know how when people, uh, like, I don't really like watching college football, right? Me neither. I, I'm not I'm not too into it. Too, too many teams, doesn't make sense to me. And I don't know any, I don't know where the hell you are. But, okay. And then, uh, but but the, the scores tend to be like 65 to, to 42. Yeah, yeah, or, yeah, 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 so that's 65 to 2. Yeah. And, uh, so for, for whatever reason, it's it's not as intriguing to me as NFL. I like watching NFL. Right. Just it, it, comparing those two games, I rather watch NFL. It's a bit more precise, things like that. Sure. But some people make the argument that the NFL is like it's it's the defenses are too strong, or or like the the scores are not the game is not as fun because everybody's so good. Right, and you know I I. I, I I listen to people say this all the time, and I just assume it's because I'm an East Coast guy, you know, that I don't get it. Like yeah. up here, there are no real. Yeah, you don't. I have think the, Rutgers just lost sixty something. Like that's like kind of the only school that maybe matters, yeah. of, you know, football wise. But but and the, barely. The, but this is sort of how I feel about the Premier League to some degree, where right. like even though w- with the college football analogy, I don't agree because I'd rather watch NFL. But right. in this instance, NF, MLS is yes a, a lower quality league compared to the Premier League. One hundred percent. But it's when hard it comes to argue when it comes to entertainment value so I've, much better and so much better I've, I've said this to people before and to, to them it sounds insane but come come to an mls match and i think you'll be shocked at how exciting and how great the atmosphere is and i think that's you know that's part and parcel with being you know a league that doesn't have uh you know a f- chock full of big names you know and big national team players and i think that's part of it but premier league man i i don't know dude i'm watching i watch some of the other matches and it's 
it's it's kind of boring and it's been exciting the last few seasons. I don't know if it's, you know, the fact that some of the teams are sort of like it's being kind of shaken up and, you know, Manchester United, Baran Pogba, that doesn't seem to be working all that well. You know, uh, Mourinho would happy to see him fail. Uh, you know, so it's, it's it, there's still some exciting portions, but it's not it's not nearly what it used to be. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, it seems like Bundesliga. It's <laughs> super exciting, yeah, man. The I'm fandom not. is nuts. The everything about it seems great. If only it was, you know, in English, it would be so much better. Sure, I mean, they it, obviously they the no, uh, right. Fox Sports. You right. can right. watch. I'm not the games. watching like <laughs> I'm not <laughs> yeah. watching that. But I mean, like you know, the yeah. names and yeah. some of the things like that. You it's, know? it's a little a little more difficult to just. Yeah, there's any that league, slight sense of separation. Yeah, any league that's not in English, you, right. you sort of feel that. But, but Bundesliga, the games themselves, like right. I, I watched uh, Borussia Dortmund against uh, Hertha Berlin. So right. John Brooks against Christian Pulisic, that was like a big deal. So they aired, you know, they aired the game here, mm. uh, and it was. It's just an uh, 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 entertaining brand of football, right? You know, they 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 have. Like now that I'm paying attention to a little bit more to all the different leagues and sort of how they play, I watch you know Liga MX and, and MLS and, and Premier League and Bundesliga and La Liga, and I'm like seeing a you little got 38 bit. screens in your house. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah this. Looks like a, it looks like a sports book out here. <laughs> it's just like uh, you know uh, Batman, like the Batcave. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He has all the, all what the was that movie Sliver where the guy had all the cameras? Oh, I don't. Know. You I remember I, that? I didn't see Sliver. I, I was a kid when it came out, but I still remember the commercial. But Bundesliga is uh, yeah, they have a you know the first thing you notice the players are not six five like the center backs are not all like six foot five right, right, just right, giant right. men it's like the, the 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 people are a little bit more they they have like more uh they're more technical on the ball like every absolutely every player has a like a little bit of skill and they uh yes yeah, i guess it's not it, but it's also not like there's not like 20 goals a game right. it's just that the game itself is, is not really about it's uh, a lot more back uh, and forth it's like if if you married uh english football and south american football football yeah. together you know the erraticness of south american football and the uh pragmatic sense of english football put that together Give 50-50 each. That's what you got at a Bundesliga. It's amazing. Yeah, it was. Uh, it's fun to watch easily. And obviously, we yeah. got to pick clubs. Obviously, we're not going Bayern. You might go Bayern. I'm not going to go Bayern. No, I, you're struggling I, I've with already, everything. I've already made my decision. Who are you? Who I are like you in the Dortmund. Bundesliga? I've been really. I've been even playing with them in FIFA. Oh, tough decision. Tough decision. Huh? I know it's been tough, but um, Dortmund. Wow. <laughs> but they've been fun. They've been fun to watch. Um, I think if I had to pick one, I think I'd go Leverkusen. To oh, be completely sure. honest, I like the style they play. I like. I like watching them. Too. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm glad you agreed. <laughs> Tough arguments we have here on okay, the Cooligans. He, here's my Pulisic jersey. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and here's my Jacko shirt. I know that's who makes their uh, the Leverkusen shirt. Jacko? Jacko. That's the brand. Ooh. I'm all about it, dude. <laughs> Come on, son. <laughs> what is that? I love just strange. Yeah. Like whoever makes that sounds Watford's like they make jersey. they make Leverkusen jerseys and like uh, bad tasting candy. Yeah. <laughs> Jackos. Yeah. <laughs> this kind of smells like Clorox. Wrong one. I took the wrong one. <laughs> Jacko. 
Um, <laughs> but yeah, so just in, in general, look, I, you know, we're MLS biased. But you should be happy. You're you're an Everton fan. Come on, huge draw. You know, you guys had what? 12% possession. Don't, t- don't tell me how to feel. Don't tell me how I'm should telling be. you how to feel right now. Oh, that's and like, you that's be like happy. If, I, if I say, look, Arsenal, they have a great squad. You should be happy. Why do you want Van Gaal? He he's obviously has a, a strong structure. What are you complaining about? I'm holding on, but I feel fine with Wenger right now. <laughs> Just until, give, until it 30, he loses. give it 30 minutes. Uh, we, we are, we're on a great run. If I'm not mistaken, it's I think six in a row in the league. I mean, come on. Yeah, it was a little bit of a slow start. Yeah. Uh, well, I think you, they, you lost the first match. Yeah. No, no, you didn't lose it. We did. We lost oh, yeah, the first right. match. Yeah, that's no, right. against Liverpool. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but And then we drew. I can't remember who we drew against. Um, I forgot who, yeah. yeah. But uh, Everton uh, Everton played against Manchester City in a 1-1 draw. Uh, a game that probably should have been about 5-1 uh, well, Manchester City. Two missed penalties and one non-called penalty. I mean... Sure. Wow. But if you're if you're city, you go and you're like, we should have won that see, one and, walking and, away. And that's like a maybe we should change the phrasing because um, was it a missed penalty or a saved penalty by Martin Stecklenberg? Because that, those were those were big time saves. I those guess. were big time saves to the same location. And all credit goes to him. It go all credit goes to him. Uh, and the, the entire match, he was uh, he was on his head. Right. And the uh, do, do they say that in soccer? He was on he his was head. standing on his head. Yeah. Because they say that in hockey. They say yeah, that yeah, in yeah. hockey. Yeah. Uh, look, he uh, look, he gets that. He gets a lot of credit. Uh, he guessed right each time. Got a hand on it. You know, uh, amazing saves just throughout the game because uh, Manchester City had the ball the entire time. They did not. Yeah, they didn't. They didn't relinquish like possession. A, like a kid in the up. sandbox who refuses to share. This is my ball. This is my ball. Uh, yeah, and it looked. Uh, and look, I, I think Everton. When they play the, the the stronger sides, they know that they're not going to be able to offensively. They're not going to they're not going to be able to do much. So they right. have to counterattack, and that's and that's how they got their goal. Yeah. And look, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I know it's not the prettiest form of soccer, but you got to go. Yeah, like, Hope Solo was furious. Uh, yeah. <laughs> she, she did not. Well, she was not happy with this. She was their, ready to fight their style everyone in her family. Uh, <laughs> domestic violence isn't a joke. Um, bim, 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 the more you know. Uh, the You got guys like Delafeo Balassi who just, that, that, that assist, that pass, vertical uh, you know horizontal to the ground yeah uh just with the back of his heel to a full in stride lukaku was amazing but even that delafeu uh strike beforehand you know you guys didn't get many options each time you did you got a chance it was dangerous and and that's kind of what you have to do against a club like uh city yeah that, that that's uh, watching the game i was happy with the fact that they i i thought they were going to be completely overmatched and after jagielka kept fouling people in the box. I'm like, what? Well, who let him walk out there with that two by four? <laughs> I mean, who let him? Well, he just uh, played so aggressively. And look, you and you want that? And it's a, it's a you, you know, do, but there's there's a there's a line of diminishing returns, and that's a couple of penalties. Yeah, I, and I mean, you know, I had I had posted uh, I posted a tweet where just basically saying like uh, Martin Stecklenberg's you know talking to his back line, just telling them you don't deserve me. You know? <laughs> you <don't, laughs> yeah, how dare you put me in this position? How could you do this to us? <laughs> uh, Hey, look, I, I, you, you expect that from Manchester City, obviously right. their first place team, but to get one point against a first place team uh, is, is a good sign for Everton. Absolutely. 
I mean, look, they're 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 withstanding, uh, you know, the barrage of tough clubs uh, that they're going to play. And uh, there's nothing better than, you know, going to a place like, uh, you know, going against City and getting the opportunity to walk away with a point. You know, uh, does that make them, you know, a Champions League club? Does that make them, you know, the best club in England? No. But does that make them, you know, better and better and better every year? And if this is progress for you. It's a good sign. You know, for me as an Arsenal fan, I watched what happened. Arsenal obviously wins big. Um why is it obvious? Because I'm, I'm talking about it in a positive way and I haven't started yelling. Um, but I can't even remember who we played now for some reason. Uh, you Not played Swansea. Swansea. Bob Bradley. Bobby Bradley. Bobby's in, Bobby's oh. in the house. And we uh, we almost gave him a shot back. Uh, we almost let them. But, you know, Swansea. Bobby. By the way, shout out to that dope shirt uh, that Swansea was wearing. Love the kit. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bob Bradley looked good on the sideline. Bob, you know? Bobby Digital. Yeah, Bobby Digital. <laughs> bung, bung. <laughs> uh, you know, Bobby Bradley, double Bs, BB. He looked good out there. You know, he looked comfortable. I mean, he's doing what he does. You see, you know, did you see what he was yelling wearing? At people. You saw what he was wearing. He looked like of, he looked like he was wearing uh, like the outfit that you would wear for like an improv show. Like it just all black, just all a black, black. He's hiding a, in the back. A black sweater. <laughs> can I get a suggestion? They're like, yeah, win this match. He's like, can I get another suggestion? Uh, come you, close to drawing. <laughs> uh, but overall, like he looked, uh, he looked composed out there, and 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 Swansea. It, it was looking bad in the beginning, but they, you know, they got two goals back. And, For sure. Uh, you know, overall, you overall you didn't expect them to win this game. No, and you know, you look at you look at Swansea and you say to yourself, "Can you judge Bob Bradley based off this match?" The no, answer is no. That, no, that's not and fair. If there's one thing you can you can say is when they came back from the locker room in the, at the second half, they seemed a bit more inspired. You know, so there you go, Bob. Sure. You know, you can't you can't rate him too much on what's happened. I, well, I heard Bob Bradley played a video of just Rocky climbing up the steps, yeah. and that inspired the entire Swansea. They've bunch. never seen it. <laughs> they never They're saw Welsh. It. They, they don't, don't know. They don't know. They're like, why are so many vowels being used <laughs> in these words? <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's there's a new. Way Wave of inspiration. Right. If Rocky was Welsh, it would just be R C K K C K Z N Y. Oh yeah, you should have, I seen that. Uh, R- yeah, R- yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh my god! <laughs> Every Christmas they play that here. <laughs> my favorite movie. Every Christmas they play that here. <laughs> oh boy. Uh, I mean, look, I'm I'm happy for Arsenal. Sucks that we had to beat Bob Bradley in his first uh, first match uh, at the helm. But look, if you're an Arsenal fan, this is part of. This is part of being an Arsenal fan. Is like there's two types of Arsenal fans. First of all, there's three. There's the people that don't care that we're in a run. They want Arsene Wenger gone. There's the ones who are kind of maybe too excited at this run and think this is just who we're going to be in the season. And then the ones that are that hope that this is who we are for the rest of the season. And that's where I that's where I stand. Well, it it is kind of uh, surprising to see, like especially the people last season who just were basically not doing anything. Right. Uh, Theo Walcott. In particular, yeah. I mean, look, two poachers' goals. Anyone could have scored those goals. We could have scored those goals easily. Uh, but whatever. They count. They added towards our uh, our our you know our our ability to win. Thank you so much. We move on. If anything, I'm a little bit upset about how Shaka played. Yeah, uh, Shaka did. I not. mean, yeah, he got a, he got a straight red for a really really cynical silly uh, trip. Um, and it wasn't like the guy was had a chance to score. You know, he was just yeah, running this past. Was, this was in the midfield. Uh, yeah, really stupid play. And uh, you know, Shaka gave up. Uh, you know, uh, the 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 pass back from. Um, 
God, I'm losing my brain today. Uh, from Petr Cech, who ended up, which ended up becoming a goal. Yes, that's right. Yeah, yeah, he fumbled that pass. He just mishandled it. And here you go. I mean, this is exactly what happens. You know, he was a player like that just sort of loses their mind in one match, and the next thing you know, we're losing left and right. So Xhaka uh, is the he's the center back, right? Yeah, no, he's the defensive midfielder. Defensive, okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So over, yeah, I think. Uh, I, I, what well, was I think my favorite part of the match is probably the Ozil goal. The Messi goes it one uh, time volley, man. Me, my God. Yeah, he really blasted that. And you, Alexis Sanchez, what a beautiful! And he was asking for it. If you watch the video, he's calling for it. Alexis Sanchez is like, how about I put it right on your foot? It's kind of interesting because uh, w- with Arsenal, because Messi Ozil and Alexis Sanchez are Alexis Sanchez. Clearly, the striker, or more of a striker. He's playing center forward, but I don't. I wouldn't say he's a striker. He seems to be like the, he roams a lot. Yeah, like, well, they, they, it seems like the the luxury of having two players like that is that they can sw- reverse positions right uh, at any given time because also can score almost from anywhere. Uh, but he's he's a guy who looks to pass first, and Sanchez seems to be the opposite. Yeah, their ratios are are are, are vice versa. Yeah, they're you know, pr- if if Ozil is twenty five percent shoot first, you know seventy five percent pass first. Alexis Sanchez is the opposite. They're pretty uh, dangerous, and and I notice that you know because I'm doing very poorly in fantasy, yeah, uh, in Premier League <laughs> fantasy. But I notice like it, it's getting to the point, you know, in MLS fantasy, you almost had to have Jovinko, uh, Jovinko, otherwise, and not because you know you couldn't win with anybody else. He's too good. Yeah. So you would be the teams that had him scored too many points. Yeah, you yeah. risk losing uh, points or at least keeping up with the the people that you're competing with in in your league. And that's I've, I'm starting to see Arsenal seems to be the only team scoring multiple goals in in games. Nobody yeah. else is either one or two. Uh, but for the most part, Arsenal's deal, like, I mean, they, 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 they're tied on points with Manchester City now. Right. Uh, but over the last, uh, easily like three, four weeks, they've looked like the better uh, Yeah, and they have a team. lot of activity. And they're the kind of team that likes to uh, move the ball around and, uh, you know, sort of change positions, really confuse the crap out of the back line, uh, which I like. I've never seen Arsenal play like this type of uh, of football mm-hmm. at least not like in the last like five or six years and it's kind of exciting what's to this see- type when you say this type, what's different like about you know it? almost like a false number nine like a like you know alexis sanchez isn't really turning his back to goal like olivier Giroud was like a classic center forward alexis sanchez is sort of you know sometimes it's theo who's in the middle and sometimes alexis is off to the side sometimes alexis is back a little bit like this whole the way that they're playing is very very exciting and i like it i think it's something that's very quintessential arsenal uh, especially with Arsene Wenger is this ability for people to sort of move around and and, and float around a little bit, yeah. you know, where it's not so stodgy and a Wobi looks incredible. I mean, it, it's exciting to see, but again, I'm one of these people that hopes this is who we will be throughout the whole season. Uh, there's two other camps. I think most people are very cynical and believe this is just now we're just on a run. Wait till the, you know, wait till December, wait till Christmas time. That's when we start to fall apart. You know, it is what it is. We'll I see. I, 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 that already seems odd to me. I guess the the, the standard is so high because if you don't win the title, it's a failed season. Right. We finished second and that yeah. was a failure last year. Yeah. <laughs> but, but you finished second uh, by what? Seven points or something like that? Uh, yeah, I don't remember. So I tried look, to block it out. At, the, at this point, you don't have to worry about you know, Leicester City taking the title. I, I think they're... Yeah, but now we have to worry about City and Pep Guardiola and all these other people. I mean, I've said it before. I've said it a million times on this podcast. Last season was our best chance and we didn't do it. Okay, well, it's... it's there's still time, buddy. There's still time. Yeah, there will be time. <laughs> I think what we need to do is murder everyone who is associated with the other clubs. Okay. And that's the only way we're going to win. All right. Yeah. All right. I mean... 
that'll lead to a few other issues. Yeah, yeah. I mean, look, it's not a perfect plan, uh, <laughs> but it's a plan. You know, but I'm willing to I work. I don't hear uh, you coming up with anything. <laughs> uh, Chelsea, also, uh, uh, the last game we're going to talk about, Chelsea against Leicester City. Uh, last season's champions against the two season, two season to go yeah. champions. Uh, the two last champions fighting each other. Fighting each other violently. Uh, yeah. Chelsea <laughs> yeah. wins 3-0. Well, Diego Costa is on the pitch, so that's a possibility. Yeah, so uh, it is a prize fight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Chelsea... 3-0 yeah. uh, against uh, Leicester. Leicester looks like garbage, unless it's Champions League. Uh, if, it's not a, if it's not a Champions League game... They don't Le- wake up for it. Leicester's not even interested. Yeah. I don't got time. I'm a, I'm a, champi- I'm a champion. Yeah. I, I should, what is this? I should be in the League of what Champions. Is this, what is this lower league that yeah. we're playing? <laughs> yeah. This is this doesn't mean anything. Uh, Premier. Yeah, <laughs> Premier Champion. Thank you very much. Yeah, they. Uh, I don't know what's going on. Claudio Ranieri uh, looks like missing Conte is a big, big hit. Uh, but Leicester's still playing well against you know non uh, non English teams. <laughs> and that's what it is. They they got to play non English teams in order for them to be able to do well. Yeah, that was the big concern, right? Everyone was like, "Oh, how are they going to do in the Champions League? They're not going to." Yeah. They're going to get knocked down the round of sixteen. They're getting out of their group. Look, if they get even in the round of sixteen, that's that's a big accomplishment for Leicester. Stop it. You, no, no, that's no. not. They gotta, they gotta come close to repeating. They gotta, they gotta get at least maybe quarterfinals in the Champions League for it to be a big deal. It was a big deal getting into the Champions League. You don't get in a, a you know, a, 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 what's that called? A, like a, a participation trophy. No, you get lots and lots of money for every time yeah, you advance. You do. Uh, there's certainly <laughs> the owners making his money back for all them BMW i I'd, I'd, I'd be fine with that too. Yeah. <laughs> Someone just hands you two hundred thousand dollars. Thanks for showing up. I'm like, oh yeah, oh, oh, yeah. yeah, you're welcome. Is this the participation trophy? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh my god, why have I been rallying against these forever? <laughs> these seem like a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah, I, it's it, to me. I don't know. For me, watching it is a little bit of a bummer. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I would have liked to see them uh, play a little better. Just uh, oh, you would for the love, story. For the story, you like, would love if they got knocked out in some weird way and they had to bring Everton in. Now you would love that. <laughs> sure. Yeah, I mean, it. it's an Air Bud movie that I just got. There's the only way that's happening. Right? The screenplay. <laughs> yeah. The only team that could take over would uh, be Everton. Uh, uh, look, I'm looking at your phone. Uh, I think it's Hollywood calling. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> they want that yeah. idea. Some guy who works at Dollywood instead. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, but no, Leicester lost 3 0 to Chelsea. Uh, yeah. I mean, Chelsea just. You know, I don't want to say they necessarily outmatched them, but the, like the their goals were absolutely gorgeous. Yeah, and look, they're a better club. Conte, although, did you hear that uh, uh, Diego Costa and Conte had a massive, massive argument? Ooh, did you hear? Because Costa asked to be taken off. And Conte told him, no, you don't ask to be taken off. You get taken off when I tell you you're off. Ooh. And they had a massive, massive uh, blowout. So uh, Darlington Nagby never coming back to the national team we're hearing. <laughs> uh, Didier Drogba going home. Diego Costa might might not start. Wow. Yeah. Or they might get over it. Who knows? I don't know. Yeah. I, I, he seems like one of the players that's too good to, you can't, you can, you have to sort of let him be like a dick. That's like that's part of his game. You're saying, yeah. That's what even, makes him great. Even uh, even uh, amongst his his own teammates, like he's like, oh well, he's that guy's he's a jerk. Yeah. And we're just gonna 
He's an asshole, but it's the source of his power. Yeah. 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 I agree. It's his life. But force. not with the manager. You don't do that with the gaffer. Okay. You know. uh, he scored He scored a goal. Hazard scored a goal. Uh, and um, Victor Moses scored another goal. Victor Moses looking good now. I don't know what they did, but he's looking great. Yeah, I guess uh, it, they were rumors last week. And when I say rumors, I mean, I, it's definitely rumors that uh, Antonio Conte was uh, going to get sacked because they, you know, Chelsea... Uh, weren't playing so well the the last few weeks. They right. uh, they lost two. They won two. Uh, they won their last two. And if that sounds insane, remember that uh, Abramovich is the owner. He, that this is the shit he does. Really? Yeah. He's that has he has that short of a leash. On. Yeah. I think uh, I think I think Chelsea has had more managers in the last three years than uh, Aston Villa had wins last season. Some crazy number like that. I don't know. I could be making some of that up, all of that up. I'm not sure. I think I heard that stat somewhere. I don't know. I just, I feel like you're a big old liar. Big old liar. <laughs> I might be lying about this one. I don't know. Uh, well, listen, I, we've had an amazing uh, episode. We have. We have. Yeah. I mean, Everybody's like, talking about it. Everyone already. I mean, they're not even done listening to it. And already they're tweeting, they're chatting. Yeah. Uh, they're doing the whole thing. Look, I, I think in the end, I think, I think Premier League is going to be just fine, whether you and I find it exciting or not. Uh, and it's, Things are moving, you know, things are happening and uh, a lot of the clubs are playing really well in the Champions League. You can't ask for more than that. Yeah. Uh, overall, uh, a couple a couple things to go through. Um, I want to make sure everybody who's listening watches our latest video. On, oh, uh, man. Yeah. On our YouTube channel. We have uh, J- the part two of Donald Trump at NYCFC versus DC United. And this one we just loaded with all of the funny stuff that happened. Yeah. So it's just uh, it's Donald Trump at a soccer game at Yankee Stadium. Exactly what you would expect exactly. to happen. <laughs> and it's really, really fun and funny. And there's just uh, a bunch of great uh, just it's just it's just a bunch of great jokes. Great lines. J.L. Covan, who played Donald Trump, he just just does he does a, a stellar impression of Donald Trump. And he just absolutely killed it. He was really so funny. Good. Yeah. And, uh, you know, obviously we're going to have some more information and, and more content from that uh, Jack Harrison interview coming out. Hopefully very, very soon. We're working on it. Uh, you know, again, we'll put the call out. If anyone knows how to edit video uh, or, you know, wants to help with us in any way, shape or form, uh, we would absolutely love it. Yeah, uh, we are working so. very, very hard. I know some of our fans are, are very dedicated and we love it. But, you know, we are doing this ourselves. If you don't have a skill and you don't know how to help, our Patreon is there. You know, you might've heard a commercial for it, uh, on our podcast. Uh, you might've seen us tweet it out. It's there. We would love any help you can for as little as $1 a month. Yeah. Uh, that's cheaper than feeding one of those kids, those Sally Struthers kids. You know yeah. what I'm talking about? And yeah. You're saying one of those kids as if like, who wants to help those Nobody. things? <laughs> People are helping them get fed. <laughs> We're fine. You know who needs help? These two. We guys. do, and and it, it would mean the world to us. And obviously, we were talking about like we we we're trying to do big things and and it's very difficult to do those things without a little bit of money so uh you know one dollar a month uh five dollars a month whatever you want to give up to a hundred there's an option to, there for a hundred there's a so month. many cool like things that we'll give back to to our supporters right if uh if you the, the more you donate but look you can give one dollar a month one dollar is 
Nothing. Nothing. That's less than a cup of coffee a month. You do not care about one dollar a month. But if a bunch of you got together and gave us that, well, and here's the thing: we don't need to pay our rent with that money. I mean, we would if you guys gave us a bunch of money. I mean, maybe that that would go into. <laughs> yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah, my wife would be like, "Hey, how about I quit my job now that this uh, <laughs> Patreon has really kicked off?" But what we're gonna do is we're gonna take 100 percent of this money and we're gonna put it into more content, uh, getting you guys more and more, you know, things to watch. You know, I I'm, I'm not gonna say any negative things, but you know, we're trying to. Get give you some really entertaining sort of uh, new points of view on the fandom and the sport of soccer here in America. Hopefully you guys are enjoying it. We're enjoying making it for you. We don't want to be tied to the computer editing this stuff. And, uh, you know, we want to come up with the idea and go out and shoot it. Uh, maybe we'll be able to afford, you know, some, some crew guys to come out and film for us. If you guys want to do that and help us out, a couple of people helped us on that, um, on the, uh, uh, Jack Harrison event. Thank you very much, Adam Friedland, uh, who you might know from the Bruce bananas. Thanks you. Thank you very much. Um, Andre, um, Medrano, another comic, uh, yeah, another comic who came through Kirby as well. Uh, D and Helene, everybody, uh, you know, if you guys want to help in that sense, that's awesome. If you don't have any money, I understand some of you may not even have a dollar a month, uh, but you do listen to this. We want to keep giving you this for free. What you could do is share the shit out of that Patreon, share with everyone, you know, uh, let them know that they can help out by, you know, a dollar a month and that's it. And hopefully this thing takes off and we can keep getting bigger and bigger and bigger without having to uh, change yeah. what we do. Exactly. So, yeah, a dollar a month is the absolute minimum. Uh, it would it would genuinely help us quite a bit. Uh, if you want to give more and you want th this really cool incentives, that option uh, is there. That option is there. So the more you give, you you know, we'll have stuff like you can get uh, some merch, some oh Cooligans hats, a jersey, jersey. A Cooligans official Cooligans jersey uh, before it's launched. By the way, you get uh, invited to comedy shows. We'll oh, do yeah. we'll do a lot of different things. So you'll and you'll be the first to hear about it. So. Get on board the Cooligans train. Absolutely. Toot, toot. I had to do it. <laughs> as corny as I was, I had to do it. Uh, hopefully you enjoyed this episode. I know I enjoyed it. Did you have fun? I had fun, Alexis. Oh, boy. I'm always happy when you have fun. <laughs> well, listen, we talked about a lot of things. Hopefully you guys enjoyed this, and hopefully you'll you'll enjoy some of the other content we put out, because it's not just a podcast. We're two guys, and we call ourselves the Cooligans. Cooligans.